and these are very talented people, but I saw these people that I really like, in, that I admire and and love, and I also found them completely ridiculous because they just were so invested in into Hollywood, right? You know, like it was just that was their whole lives. Yeah. I mean, that in comedy, I mean, which they're fantastic comedians, but the fame thing to me was just bullshit. But yeah, because isn't the fame just to get you more time? You know, more. More time, more exposure. Yeah, more exposure. I mean, that's all it is, right? It's just self, like you said earlier, it's just self promoting, like, yeah. You know, and and there's a certain amount of vanity to it. Right. And I just, I loved it, but it was also, you know, these people that I, I love, I just, also, like I said, I just couldn't really take them that seriously anymore. And it actually made me, that's when I didn't want to be a comedian. Right. And that's when that I was. That was the moment where you're like, this, this is not for me. Yeah, I was, that's when I was like, I want to write about these people. Right. I found that more interesting. And, it's, and I found it more interesting because I can write about it in a funny way. Right. And, and, and really turn them into, is it like from their perspective or are you doing it like an outsider seeing them doing it? Doing their from thing. my perspective. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, this guy before he closed two nights, Don Barris, and he was, he's like the guy who opens for Jimmy Kimmel on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Right. And, He's great at what he does. He's a real, very abstract comedian. You know, right. It's comedy. It's like a shock value comedy almost. And seeing him two nights, the shock value worked the first night. Right. And then the second night, I the, was like... The act didn't feel the same? It didn't feel the well, same. Did you do the same kind of set? Same exact set. Yeah. And seeing the audience who were seeing him for the first time respond to it was interesting. Right. And, and so... I found that interesting as well. And and I saw him the tiredness on his face. Right. Doing the same Like shit. wearing the, yeah. the, the face of fame. Yeah. 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 And he just goes home and makes a microwave meal <laughs> at the end of the night, you know? He throws in the garbage with all the other yeah. the twenty other like microwave meals yeah. he's got in there. Just humanized. Yeah. Them, you know? But and then when Ali Wong showed up, um, you know, that was that was really cool, but she was so vulnerable. Because she had said it had been a while. It had been a year and a half. Right. She had just gotten divorced. Ooh. So she was really That's fun. In a very vulnerable That's a spot. that's a spicy time in your yeah. life right there. I know. Yeah. And she was a sweetheart about it, you know, yeah. and making jokes about it. And you Well, can, you know me, I was a son of a bitch about it for about <laughs> <laughs> six months, you know, yeah. but, you know. She said her and her husband for to finalize their divorce, they went to Joshua Tree and took mushrooms. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and they have like a shaman be like, okay, now you're done. Yeah, a very California thing. Um and she couldn't finish her whole set and so she just so she could get paid. And it was only a fifteen minute set. But so she could get paid, she spent the last, I think, five, six minutes just talking to us yeah. so she could be on stage that long. Yeah. And, you know, just seeing, you know, seeing her as this 
just a person like the rest of us compared to her Netflix specials. Right. You just see – it's just like I said. It just humanizes these yeah. people. And I found that really interesting. And, and Yeah, but do you think someone like Allie could get a Netflix special if she didn't put on that face and like – you know, you have to sell yourself, right? I mean it's just like a – A master at, yeah. at it. But she probably wasn't always. No, and I know in her book she talks about just bombing yeah. for years. Yeah. She's like, you have to if you want to be successful. Yeah. She was probably the most realist comedian I saw in two nights there and the most relatable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's really funny. She was actually – she was talking about how she's not going to get married again. She just wants to get dicked down. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, but I have empathy for that. She yeah. was like – Four foot eleven, she's really tiny, and 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 I and I was right there in the front, you know, because um, they they must like I said they thought I was somebody, <laughs> and they moved me and did they ask your name like no, but the just the, you have the face the, I guess the server was like <laughs> sir uh, oh, we would shit, like you to sit up front <laughs> yeah they must have thought I was a scout or something oh yeah yeah I don't know I just had to were you taking notes while you were Sitting there? No, I would just. <laughs> <laughs> Did I you do anything to tip them off to think, ah, this guy? I just walked in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I walked well in. Well played, sir. Well played. played. It's like I went. You know, yeah. you, you go to a city. Yes, my name is Nick Papa Giorgio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ha- there's a lot of power, I think, when you go to a place like Los Angeles, where you're nobody knows you, where no one knows you, and where you don't give a fuck about anybody. Right. Where, where people want everyone to give a fuck about them. It's true. Right? It is true. And I didn't give a shit. And I walked into the comedy. And, and it's just because I'm in my 40s and I've been yeah. through it all. Yeah. So. I try to explain to that people that work that, like, get all worked up about shit. Like, we were talking about this earlier. Like, mm-hmm. you know, anger and, like, you know, just, like, popping off on people and stuff. And it's just, like, I think I finally reached a point in my life where I just, yeah. Yeah. It's just why, why put out the effort. It's mentally and physically exhausting. There doesn't need I don't, to be. I just don't care. Yeah, you just have, let yeah. it go. Right. I'm right? sorry. Let me uh, get off the subject there. Well, um, it's okay, and, and I don't want to ramble too much, but you know, so, I went in there expecting to to be just blown away by you know, there, there's that comedy store six series documentary that came out a few years ago where they just. All, the comedians really hype up just how amazing it is. Right. I mean, prior, you know, and mm-hmm. Robin Williams were there. You know, that was their home, and and that's cool. I wanted to feel that, and I even actually had my first drink right for seven or eight years. I had a Manhattan. I was like, I can't be where Richard Pryor performed and not, not have, have a drink and not yeah. have a drink, and I did. And I mean, I haven't had one since. But I, even doing that, it, I felt nothing, you know. Right. And and all I got out of it was, all it did was enhance my own creativity, right? And make me not want to be famous. So the the graphic novel that you've been thinking about doing here, uh, do you have an artist in mind, or actually, I want to use a, a different artist for each. Oh, like an anthology. Yeah, and and what I want to so same do, writer, different artists. For, their interpretation of what you're writing. Yeah, for each little like vignette. And, okay. and and I want to find a – I want each I'm, – I'm basing the um, – you know, as I, as I – I'm writing it as if I'm writing a novel. 
Right. And then I'm going to break it down into um, – This is going to turn the Lord, Lord of the Rings Into cinematic situation. scenes, right? <laughs> and I want each little chapter to kind of, – because I love cinema to reflect one of my favorite movies. And I, and, oh. And I want the artist to really – that kind of reminds me, uh, Deadpool Merc with a Mouth did that. Oh, really? Yeah, in the comic book series. Like, That's cool. Where on each cover of each issue was a reference to, like, Scarface, Jaws. Oh, wow. You know, all these different movies, you know. Yeah. I need, And you know more about that world than I do. Yeah, I mean, I'm still an amateur, but yeah. I enjoy it. Right. I kind of put that down for a while, you know, as well. And, and when I got out of the comedy store and, like, off of Sunset Strip, where... I mean, everyone looks famous. Regular people just look famous. And the, everyone's looking at each other trying to see if you're somebody. Right. You know? And when I got out of that, when I got away from that and just into the city, you really see what Los Angeles isn't, to me, it's not what we see. You know? Right. I mean, it's just a, it's a huge Hispanic community. Mm -hmm. And... And, and the fantasy that we think of. Yeah. And, and that fantasy not, exists. Yeah. But the real L.A. to me that I saw in my little time there was it was the people who were born there. Yeah. And who were just working in restaurants mm -hmm. and driving Uber, you know. Right. And that was a uh, service industry. Yeah. It all comes back around. It does come back around. Yes. Yeah. And those were the realest people, you know. So here we are. uh Episode five of Well Drinks. Yeah, been a while. Yeah, kind of a little bit of an introduction there. Um, it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, some things have happened. Uh, we've both kind of moved up a little bit in our in our uh, level of responsibility in the service industry. You know, it's kind of it's kind of funny. They put they put the dummies in charge. We fooled them. Yeah. We finally fooled them, and yeah. we're in charge. They heard the podcast and was like, "Let's <laughs> hire these two." <laughs> Did you hear the way he washes yeah. dishes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't believe it. I, I think uh, my job was just desperate for somebody. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And I uh, I grabbed onto it. Yeah. Well, sometimes that's how you land something, you know? It is, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the bar that I, I'm managing now is going through a huge transition as well. You know, it's all like a big learning experience. Mm -hmm. And I guess, you know, you find that when you're just thrown into something, you, you definitely just raise your responsibility levels whether you like it or not you yeah. know i don't like it no i hate it i hate every second of it like, yeah i don't miss being a server no no i don't really. i don't miss being a bouncer yeah you know yeah. Just fuck that yeah i don't really like standing um, in front of a door being the boss hours, of them you know? either yeah know? no no um i have i'm lucky i have great servers I have great bartenders and yeah. and uh, and door guys, but unfortunately, it's really hard to find a door guy. For some <laughs> really? reason, yes, nobody wants. To, I mean, it's pretty good pay. We pay pretty well yeah. for I just see standing. A lot of guys walking around that look like door guys. Yeah, yeah, they don't want to be door guys. They don't want to be door guys. No. What does a door guy get paid? Uh, it's pretty decent. I mean, I can yeah. say for for the time they're there, they walk away with you know a decent amount. I mean, if you're under thirty, yeah. If you what a college you dude, do? yeah. Be a door guy. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand. I, I, I think that would be a fairly easy position. It's yeah. not like there's a lot of fights happening. Is no, it? actually, knock on wood, no, it's been yeah. really pretty smooth for a while now. Yeah. At least not at our bar, you know. I mean, you're straight up, like, 
starting a whole new entity of a business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Separate from the business that we're in right now, which is how and how long has Floyd's been? So here? Floyd's has been in town since 2001. Uh, the new owners, they're not new anymore. They've been they've owned it for like eight years, and I've been with them for like four. And now we're building a kitchen, and then next comes ADA stairs, an elevator, and a rooftop. I mean, it's like you know, it's like a monopoly game at this point. You know, <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna throw a couple more hotels yeah. on it, you know, it's like Sims. <laughs> I so dare you to land on Park Place. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy for you. Yeah, no, it takes up so much time. I mean, that's the one reason why it took so long between episodes. Well, you know, and I'm yes, yes. Yeah. But you know, hopefully we'll get back at it. You know, I, I think uh, I think it's it's kind of interesting because we're overseeing everything now. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we're watching the idiots that we used to be. Oh, you I'm know? still an idiot. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, we're still idiots, but you know, we're not those idiots. We're different idiots now. I know it's weird having people respect me. Yeah, (laughs) oh no, I don't think I necessarily have respect. You You have respect. You got to. Yeah, this is you know, it's a bar though, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, there's personalities. Mm -hmm. With a bar, you know, bartenders, you know, they they all have their own different personalities. Mm -hmm. They all function differently. You know, they all have different motivations. You, do. you know, we all get along. We all work well together. I, I got to say that, you know. But I mean, I'm still like I've only been bartending for a little over a year. You know, yeah. these some of these guys have been doing it twenty plus years. That's true. You know, yeah. so who am I? What's you know? What's crazy is, and then I'm managing them now. You know, so yeah. it's like I have to, you know, I try to be respectful because I know that you know there's still something to be learned. You know, still yeah. something on the table. I know it's it's weird for me because I you know I'm getting paid very well, but I still see bartenders and servers making as much or more. Yeah, like I don't think no. Oh yeah, people realize how much they make. And yeah. I I just I still find it funny that people still don't give it any respect. Zero. I tell people I'm a bar manager, and they immediately look down upon me. Yeah. Like oh really you're a bar manager like what do you do you know. Yeah. <laughs> A lot, actually. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, and I book events. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm talking – I realized the other day that I am – So how do you approach that? Because you're a guy kind of like me, doesn't necessarily like people in general. But I don't – You have yeah. to, like, pull it off. You have to convince these people this is what they want and this is how much it costs and it's going to be great and – I don't try to sell needs. them anything. Yeah. I just say, look, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and I tell them right away, I was like, I'm not going to be around. I was like, this is this is what we offer. This is how much it costs. This is the room. Right. I'm not going to charge you a fee. Right. Because that's stupid. I was like, everyone charges a room fee. And that's how I get, that's one of the reasons. Yeah, you get around it yeah. in other ways, right? And I'm also working for a restaurant that's been around since 1884. Sure. So... It's already – it's an institution. Yeah. So I don't really have to try that hard. You don't have to sell the brand. I don't have to sell the brand at all. Right. I'm selling my personality. Yeah. Which is laid back. Yeah. Some people hate it and some people don't. Because they want you to be all uptight about it they, with them. And it's just not working. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what, what's the, the, the strangest uh, – <laughs> you had some doozies? You got any, uh, got any quips for us here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking Come about, on. man. Come on, just don't. Oh, oh, because, yeah, the biz. Okay. I know. We actually have a job I have to be careful. Me too. Yeah. Um, 
I've been hit on a lot. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got a lot of phone numbers. <laughs> um, no, I mean I didn't really take up on any right. of the offers. You know? Yeah. Um, Don't shit where you eat. Yeah. I wanted to. Right. <laughs> right. I definitely wanted to. Um, you know, I mean, you meet very successful, age-appropriate women. Right. You know, and and um, but it's still a business. Yeah. Yeah, and, definitely. And I can't. Bartending's the same thing. You know. Yeah. You just yeah. Smile and absolutely. And just go back to work. You know. <laughs> Sometimes people are thrown off because they're just. They oh. want all these details, and I'm like, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take care of it. Someone, ah, man, there's so much I can talk about that I can't. Right? Right? But That's for the B side of this show, mm-hmm. I guess. I, it's a good, for me, it's, you know, my son's going to graduate this year and go off to college. So for me, it's a job that is going to just lead me to where I really want to go. Right. Um, I mean, I've, I've had offers, six figure offers already from rest four or five star restaurants in New York. Yeah. You know, because of this job. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Which I can't take right now. Right. But, um, it just goes to show you what we're doing. And that, that's kind of, as I was doing this job, I was like, man, this is great. I'm glad I have this. They let me do this. Right. I have a lot of free time. Yeah. Which is nice. You know, yeah, your life, your work schedule, the hours you work are definitely shifted. You yeah. Know, which gives you more time. I hear from people from as early as 6.30 a.m. till midnight. Yeah. It's constant. But I don't have to always have to be at the restaurant. Right. You know, I can work hybrid. But I realized once, once I got to know the job, I was like, oh, I could do this better somewhere else. Right. Yeah. I could do this in New York City or sure. LA. And, and that's kind of the ultimate goal is to, to, to move on to work for a chef that I admire. Right. And to, and to, and to be, you know, now I, I have to be at the events too. Right. And, and which I, <laughs> you just love, right? Oh, God. <laughs> you gotta put on your suit, stand there, smile, yeah. shake hands. Yeah. Be like, yes. Sir. Oh, I stopped wearing a suit. Yeah. I wear a leather jacket <laughs> and a hoodie. So he goes to Fonzie. I goes to Fonz, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, everything's yeah, good. Kind of turns people off. <laughs> I'm like, who's, they're just like, who's this guy? I think he is. But uh, you know, I mean, I want to work for. I want to be able to to write and do what I should be doing. And, and have a job like this that allows that. I wonder, you know, I think the path of the service industry goes two directions. It's either one, that's your life. Yeah. And that's what you do forever till the day you die. Yeah. And, or it's a catapult to something else. Yeah. You know, where the skills that you've learned in the service industry. Yeah. Propel you to something else. Yeah. I mean, you know? Does it feel like it's your life right now? Yes. Yeah, me yes. Too. But I enjoy it very much. I don't enjoy it any. Really? No. Yeah. I actually I like the people. Yeah. I like meeting people and getting to know people. Um. Sometimes I just want to watch 
Netflix <laughs> and not talk about well, it's, what's better between the fillet and the ribeye. There's there's a there's a movie and I can't remember what it's called and it's got uh, John Goodman in it, right? And there's a scene where he's basically like this like he's a bookie, but he's like a hardcore bookie, right? Okay. And uh, Mark Wahlberg is going to him and asking for money. And it's like the last ditch, and he's asking for a lot of money. Yeah. Like millions of dollars, you know? Man, I want to be and, in that restaurant. And he, ta- he, talks about, he talks about fuck you money and how you get to a point where you have enough money where you can tell the whole world, fuck you. I'm not doing that. I don't like that. You know? Yeah. And, and, and how to get to that point. You know, I like that. And it was kind of like, do you want to be a shark, you know, or do you want to be, you know, a tuna fish, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, let's face it. This is, uh, you you know what I've learned I like doing? What's that? Uh, Having money now. Yeah. Is letting people borrow it and not getting paid back. Oh, you like doing that now? I like that because then I don't have to talk to them anymore. (laughs) Because right? they're too embarrassed to talk to you. Yeah. Because they know you owe you they owe you money. Yeah. And if they're trying to pay me back, I avoid them at all costs. <laughs> like it's like it's an easy like three hundred dollars to get someone out of your life. Well, yeah. 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 It's a great. It's yeah. really nice actually. <laughs> you know. And even if that money's just sitting, I I actually learned that trick from a friend of mine. Um, and uh, wow, just changed my life. <laughs> I'll have, to, I'll have to remember that move. That's a, that's yeah, well, a no, move. I don't want you to. I mean, I want. <laughs> I want. I want you to pay me back. But, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you got any money? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's bizarre is like I've learned how much people hate paying gratuity. It's like that's what I argue with people the most about paying the gratuity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why are we arguing about that? Right. What I think it? I don't know. Most people I find are pretty generous. With gratuity? I think half. You know, and I'm in charge of, like, dispensing the gratuity evenly among the servers. Right. Yeah, I have to do that, too. And it's stressful. Oh, you mean that you're saying complaining about the gratuity from the employees or from the people having to pay? From, the- from the people having to pay. Okay. And making sure they do pay it and right. they pay the appropriate amount so I can make sure the staff is paid well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when I get that customer that's like, "Yeah, I'll take four, uh, four old fashions." Yeah, you know, and oh, I can do them pretty. I can do them pretty quickly now, but it still takes some time. Yeah. And I always put a little love into them. The old and fashions then, always come like yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then I'm done. No tip. No tip. Nothing. Yeah. Zilch. Yeah. You know, I bought uh, this old fat, this Woodford Reserve old fashioned syrup. Oh, how was that? People don't know the difference. Uh. One person knew from Wisconsin. <laughs> She was like, make the real thing. Yeah. This is, but for this the is most from, part, this no is from one a can. can. You just take a spoonful of the syrup and put it in. What? Yeah. It makes, just with the whiskey? With the whiskey. Shake it up? Yeah. That's it. Ugh. People like it. Huh. So, except someone from Wisconsin. Yeah. And, you know, they, these people and their damn cherries, too. You're old-fashioned oh, drinkers. cherries. Oh, oh, you're using regular maraschino cherries. Oh, my God. <laughs> You can't make – they all want them made differently, yeah. you know? It's crazy. And I'm a terrible bartender now. I haven't bartended forever, and I'm just like – people ask me for the easiest drink, and I'm just like Googling Cosmo. No, speaking of – speaking Cosmo of – Cosmo recipe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's always that one person that's like in front of like a group of 20 people, 
that wants a goddamn old-fashioned. Always. I almost want to be like, no, and push him aside and be like, next. Yeah. <laughs> oh, know? man, nothing stresses me out more than an old-fashioned. Yeah. Or, you know, Manhattan know or you know, Cosmo. Yeah. Those are all a little easier. Manhattans I There's use no to, to drink those, you know, heavily, so I can make those rather yeah. quickly. You prefer vodka or gin? For a Manhattan? Yeah. Bourbon. Bourbon? I like to use a rye bourbon. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking martini. Oh, you're thinking martini. Yeah, yeah. sorry. You know, there's this uh, gin I use. Called, it's like Indigo um, 1805 Empress Gin. Yeah. And it's purple. It's really beautiful and elegant. Hmm. And it's just a really Real high, juniper-y, though. High-end I don't gin. like drinking a pine tree. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's juniper or not. Like Tanqueray? Well, yeah. No. Yeah. I just, like, name whatever drip I put in it, like, the purple rain because people are like, oh, I like Prince. I'll drink this gin. Like, whatever. Doves come out from behind the bar. Yeah, as yeah you, right. As you're like shaking the yeah. shaker, doves just come out from behind the yeah, bar. Yeah, and I'm like, you want some pancakes? You yeah. want some pancakes, bitches? God. I, yeah, it's weird making drinks after not drinking because I don't, I don't know anything about it. I, you know, I don't – so since I quit the liquor store and I work at the bar full time, like this is the first time I've had beer in my house since my birthday on 9-11. Yeah. Like I don't keep alcohol in the house anymore. Good for you, yeah. I don't. I don't drink while I'm working. I do have select nights I go out, but I try to make sure yeah. it's like you know I don't have the kids the next day or anything. And I don't yeah. drink around the kids, you know, at all. You know, I just yeah. it it's, it just makes <laughs> my life up. a lot simpler. Yeah. You know, it's too too complicated and too. It's like another job to be an alcoholic. You know, <laughs> I know it's a full time job. <laughs> it is. Respect to alcoholics. It's like, what well, do I, I choose to work out? Yeah. Or do I choose to be an alcoholic? You know, Man. either one is a full time job. It is. I work out after work, just tired, but I, ha- I force myself to do it, or I'll oh. go crazy. It's like me and running. I yeah. have to like basically push myself out the door to go run. But once I get yeah. going, I'm fine. It's great. You know? I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I um. My my bartender, I need to tell you about. You know who he is, um, Billy Bob. Oh, Billy Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, how's his? Uh, how's he doing? <laughs> I love Billy. Bob. Yeah. No, he's great. He comes he's a in, wild card. He gets a Budweiser. You yeah. know, he doesn't drink anything else. He'll yeah. drink one Budweiser. He'll gamble for about half an yeah. hour, and then he he's not going to listen to this, so I can read yeah. his text, right? Like, um, <laughs> oh, we're in for a good one here. <gasps> I gotta find him. Some, I mute him because. <laughs> <laughs> is he one of those people that sends you memes? He doesn't, but he's just figured out what a GIF is. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. He just. Did he send you like twelve gifts in a row, with, like hearts? Well, he talked shit about someone at work, which he never talked shit about someone, and then he changed his mind. He talked shit about them at eight p.m. <laughs> and then. But by the end of the day or the end of the night, he was. He changed his heart. And then an hour later, he said, I changed my mind. And then he sent me a buckwheat gift that said, <laughs> don't blackmail me with this. But I'll just get, like, weird text from him, you know? I, I, what, like at 3 in the morning? Like, yeah. Hey, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah. You up, man? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's afraid of urinals now. <laughs> because I was at uh, Planet Fitness yeah, and I walked. Was the urinal cake? This is it the cakes. Well, no, I walked into the. I told him this story, and I walked into the the locker room, mm-hmm. and there was a dude jerking off in the urinal, like vigorously. What? Yeah, like you sure he wasn't just shaking a dude. Vigorously? It was. It was a. It was. It was a. It was jerk off. <laughs> and like I walked in. What'd you say? 
I was like, your mother, what are you doing? You know, like, <laughs> would you do this in front of your mother? Yeah, and like, he just ignored me, but he, he just kept jacking off. Well, he was in like, did he stop? He was in mid cum. Oh, right? and then like, he's like, I can't stop. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just see? You know, and, and oh, and then I, I this is a Planet Fitness. Yes, I mean, not to go to Planet Fitness. And this dude was like, was he like a big guy? Were you he was a real. I wasn't intimidated. Like I was just like, oh, uh, he he had like um, I don't know how to describe him. He was very doughy, but <laughs> with armbands, right? And like he's just like the sound of like skin, like yeah, like he could probably name every wrestler, you know. And he was like, like it was like. Uh, like he was just testosterone out, right? Oh, he was just working it out, man. Yeah, and I told <laughs> Billy Bob, and he texted me at like two in the morning. He's like, I'm I can afraid never of go urinals. <laughs> and then I was at Barnes and Noble like two weeks ago, and I was using the urinal, and I saw on top of the urinal was this open, empty packet of lubricant jelly, and I'm like, what's going what? on in this town? Like. <laughs> Why is there, like a, one is there a urinal this? fetish that we're not? Maybe a, there is. I want to explore this urinal yeah, fetish because there's no way the dude at Planet Fitness went to Barnes and Noble. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe he did. Right? I don't know. Does he read? <laughs> he went to get his muscle magazine to look at the pictures. Oh, that's what he did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My God, I can't believe it. And that's you know after working like a ten. Damn it, shift. Carl! Not uh, the urinal again. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, that makes you know that ch- changes my whole outlook on urinal cakes now. Yeah, I mean, there are contrasts. Scented. I love the line in Roadhouse where he's like, "Don't eat the big white mints." You know? yeah. that was a great. Uh, I my brother and I just watched Point Break. Point the, Break. That's yeah. one. Yeah, that's with Patrick Swayze. Well, Patrick right? Swayze. Yeah. So many great lines in that. Yeah. Movie. I just, I wish. Did you want to like fire a gun in the air, screaming? Oh, I just like immediately started like using his lines whenever I could around my son. You know, like <laughs> See if he to achieve on. the ultimate, you need to pay the ultimate price. You know, right, like, yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I will say, uh, when I was in New- when speaking of LA, yeah. I went just north of LA, and I, that's a famous town. Um, Santa Cruz. Santa oh, Cruz. did you Santa Cruz? Is it yeah. Santa Cruz? No. Santa Monica. It has ne- uh, it's it's south of Santa Barbara, and mm-hmm. it has Neptune's Net, which is the restaurant where Keanu Reeves like goes in to like meet the girl and tries to convince oh, her to really? teach him how to surf. Yeah, and the counter and everything is like exactly like the movie. That's they pretty cool. Anything. Yeah, it's cool to be in there. I I actually found myself more in all of restaurants than I did the comedies, right, or other places yeah. like that. Uh, I took uh, Jackson when we were in New York. We went to Katz's Deli, you know, where the famous uh, when Harry, Harry met Sally. Scene oh, okay, and yeah. That was like, I mean, got some pecan pie. It, the pastrami. I mean, there's nothing like it, right? You know, I mean, it's just yeah. If you go to New it's York, it's like a time capsule. Go to a deli. Or, yeah, it was a time capsule, and it was just it was one of the best meals. Did, you, I get, ever did had. you get a sausage or a salami or something? I got the pastrami. Oh yeah, and a brisket. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. It was great. I bet. Yeah, it was intense too, because it was packed full of people, and uh, and it was intense on how to order correctly. 
Yeah. Yeah. You afraid you're gonna like get soup Nazi? Yeah, I was very afraid. <laughs> and then I decided, you know what? Let's. I got. I didn't actually do it. I was like, look, we're sitting down. Yeah. I'm not gonna order from the line. Right. No way now. Yeah. Yeah. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> How you want that slice? You want quarter slice, half slice? There's too much. They really pound, rush you. Third pound. Yeah. They're so busy. Come on, guy. Come on, come on. Next, <laughs> next. You're done. You're done. Get out. Get out. The line is out the door. Back of the line. The line is down the block. Sir, you got two seconds. Back of the line. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I loved every second of it. It was great. You know, I, I think that we were fooled. Because in the late 80s and early 90s, we were told Friends. The show Friends was the way life really is. Yeah. But I think it's more like Seinfeld meets Gremlins. Yeah? You know? Explain the Gremlins part. (laughs) Just like the the chaos and the fucking cog of everything, you know? Just like... yeah. It's all chaos. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I stopped giving a fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm... It's great. It's liberating. I'm not gonna... I'm in the chaos, but I'm not paying attention to it. And I do, and we have the same, I think, mental point of view as Seinfeld. Right. Yeah. yeah. Millennials hate Seinfeld. Yeah. Good. It cracks me up. Yeah, they don't like the apathy. They think they're mean. They yeah. think, yeah, because they, they all, they're all about empathy yeah. and feeling for the other person. And Larry David's like, fuck you, you yeah. know? Larry David's a comedic <laughs> I'm a genius. selfish son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He's a comedic genius. But we didn't grow up at a time when, like, selfish son of a bitches were revered, you know? Well, how can you... Dog on Seinfeld being apathetic and cynical and get on Twitter. That's so true. Look at me. You yeah, know? it doesn't make any sense. It's yeah, like I'm going to tell you how I feel about things. I'm sure I'll be canceled for saying millennials didn't like Seinfeld. Oh, God. Yeah, well. Whatever. Canceled on what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not important enough to be canceled. I was canceled in first grade. Right. You sent down the room in the hall. That, that room. Yeah, they thought I was a, a special needs student. Yeah. Because I didn't talk, right? I, I had a cousin like that. I didn't yeah. talk till he was like six, actually. Yeah. Not a word. Yeah. They figured on eventually that I was just a regular kid. Yeah. They just didn't that was, talk. Yeah, it was disappointing because it's like, God, this work in this room's a lot easier. Oh, yeah. 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 Straight A's. Yeah. Or pluses, yeah. whatever they give you, S pluses. Yeah. Or, you yeah. know. I can color within the lines. <laughs> <laughs> I had to write a story. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Rubric next to you is just like all over the page. Oh God, man! <laughs> yeah, I, I love those kids. They were great. Yeah, I loved it. I, and I had to eat with them too yeah. at the in the cafeteria, you know. And they all had like brought their own lunch. They were like your classic '80s dorks, right? You know? Yeah, like. They have the, the He-Man lunchbox and yeah. the, the thermos. Yeah. I still have my yeah. Rambo thermos. Wow. The first Rambo. That's cool. Yeah. Of course you did. You yeah. know, I had an Alf one. Ooh. Alf I and Rambo. Alf. I love He's Rambo. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. You know? They don't have, they don't, they're so cool they don't have last names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prince. Rambo. Prince. Alf. Yeah. <laughs> Share. Share. Yeah. Rambo. What shows do you have like yeah. that now? Nothing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty. Well, there's Beyonce. Yeah, that's not a show. She's not a show. She is a She puts on a show. She's a queen. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to she's her. She's amazing. She is. When yeah. she, she, Let's get off subject. I'm going on her world tour. There are tour. some people that really just are complete, incredibly talented and deserve to, the fact that they're millionaires. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, she's, she is. I, I don't. Is she human? Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. I am 
on the... I don't know what that life is. I don't either. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep yeah. the, the lights on. You know? <laughs> I don't either. I like to pretend like I know. I One thing about the, the responsibility of the new job, because it was just driving me nuts. And, you know, I think the... The king of this whole industry is Anthony Bourdain, you know. Yeah. And rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. And there's, and so in my mind, I'm, I was just like, you know, if I'm gonna keep my sanity, every ninety days, I'm just gonna live like him as much as I can, right? For three. Kind of like seize the day moment. For three thing. days, yeah. And that's and that's what I do. And. It's really pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. yeah. And just traveling and going to restaurants and it, walking you know, around and talking to people. It's amazing the, the experiences you get in culture that yeah. way, you know? Yeah. And people are very receptive. Right. You know, when I got back from New York, people started messaging me, asking me about it because they want to go and right. there was a fear there. My 12-year-old went with mm. my ex and her fiancé to – to uh, New York City, and she has had a marvelous experience. Yeah, you everyone know? there. Was, she she wants to move to New York City. Yeah. You know, it's a. I mean, there's nothing like. I think that's an amazing experience. I never had an experience when I was twelve. You know. No, no. So I found cool. a she, uh, she Max Headroom shirt in the sand on the beach once. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I kept it. And wore it to school. I huh. washed it first. Huh. Twelve years old. You didn't wash it. I did. Oh, okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Max and nobody yeah. knows what Max Hedrum no is. No one knows who he is. Not at all. No. no. But yeah, it's a, what a great experience to have when you're 12. Yeah. But whatever intimidation people have in these places, it just it's non-existent. Right. As long as you are aware, you know. I mean, well, being I'm, self-aware, I think, is the most important part. Oh yeah. When you're going to travel anywhere, yeah. You know, just be you. You know, yeah. be in your moment and live your you know existence. Yeah, absolutely. You know. And I mean, some people aren't. A lot even, of people get caught up in the atmosphere around them, you know, you and it's just like, that. yeah, no. I mean, you can lost. take it in. That's when you end up mugged and yeah. they steal your kidney. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that can happen here. It's easy. true. It's true. And the the few. I mean, I was there was a time in L.A. I was I was walking around with just not paying attention. Right. And I did. You know, stumble on a few tent cities that were skid rowish. Yeah. Um, so well, I yeah. just walked through it. You yeah. know, like yeah. And and that was about as fearful as I think I was. Right. But and then I ended up. I, I was walking up this hill, and and then I found and there was Dodger Stadium, and then I went inside and watched the game. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I've never been to that park. I've been to Anaheim Stadium. That's the only stadium I've been in California. That's a cool stadium. Yeah, it's a it's huge still, stadium. It's a huge stadium. Yeah. Very obviously historical, but it was cool to still know that it's not Wrigley Field. Right. Nothing yeah, is. Nothing is Wrigley Field. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we were talking about Chicago. Nothing is Chicago. Nothing is Chicago, no. And, yeah, we were talking about that before we started, right. that if you can – you can survive in Chicago. You can survive, you can survive anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, they you you have respect. Yeah, yeah. wherever you go, for yeah. sure. And I've talked to people that like I know here that have transplanted to Chicago. And you really, if you're going to transplant to Chicago, you got to spend at least a few years there. Like, yeah. Don't tell me you spent a winter in Chicago and now 
you know, you're, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, that's not it. You got to experience it. some seasons. You got to, I agree. Completely. You know, I, I did. I found people. I'm, like, I'm lucky because my family comes from Chicago land area. So I was able to go and visit them and go in the city ever since I was a little kid. Yeah. So it was just naturally. Yeah. I'm used yeah. to seeing that environment, you know. I didn't even realize – I wasn't even really aware of the Chicago attitude until I went other places. Right. Yeah. Even in Philly. Right. You know, there's just – and it, it, maybe it sounds ridiculous to say, but I think just Chicago is just – Philly's a place I'd like to go. It's a cool city. Yeah. And there's a lot um, – Great restaurants, right? Yeah. I went to Zahab there, which is like this – Contemporary take on Middle Eastern food, and you know it was. It, you know what's really interesting is, you know, I've eaten in Michelin star restaurants and restaurants that have been featured on Chef's Table, right? Shows like that, famous chefs. That's and, not me peeing, by the way. That's me getting you getting getting you some water. Nobody to like think that that's. He's lying. Uh, But (laughs) the cost to eat multi-course meals in these restaurants was under $100. Right. In all of them. Yeah. And then, you know, I go here and spend like a buck 50 at fucking Osaka for hibachi. Right. Right? Like With a bunch of like teenage kids waiting on you. It's crazy. Like Springfield's actually more expensive. Yes. Yes, because they know that people are willing to pay for it because – there is no other alternative. No other alternative. Right. I mean, we went to Ivan Ramen. You know, he was on Chef's Table. He won Best Ramen in Japan one year. We've got four or five courses, and it was, I think, 60, 70 bucks. Really? Yeah. Huh. Between two, for two people. You know, one thing I miss is uh, uh, Korean restaurants in uh, California, the ones where they have, like, the hibachi grill, like, built in, oh, the, yeah, table, yeah. in the booth. We have that here now, I see. We do, apparently. I haven't been there yet. Have you seen the 217 Foodies page? No. It's pretty pretty funny. funny. Yeah, Yeah, it's just people ripping apart Springfield No, no, no. That's I think it's one of the rules that you can't. It's going to be nothing but compliments? You'll get the boot. Oh, that's so lame. But it's like people posting their I'd want to get on there like a rebel and just tear it apart. Dude, it's hilarious. Like, this meatloaf was garbage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I... I, I love it because people just post – they'll post whatever, you know. I mean they'll post food they make at home, you know, and, and – but they're posting like horseshoes and shit like that and just saying things fucking like – Fucking horseshoes. If words could only describe how good this was and it's like a fucking horse. You know, I mean to, to for our international fans, you know, fans around the world. Um, do we have inter- I like that we have international. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, actually, I think we do. There was some hits from yeah. like you know the Philippines and stuff. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the horseshoe <laughs> is a piece of toast with a meat, and then depending on the originality of tradition, yeah, you know, it's fries and cheese, or cheese and fries, or yeah. you know, what's the point of the toast? I, to absorb all of the terrible flavors that you're about to eat. Someone asked so me that. So that way at the end, I think it kind of it's, it was like a take on the shit on a shingle is what it was. Is that what it was? Okay. I think so. Someone asked me the point of the toast recently. Because it was originally I ham. I didn't have an answer. The meat was ham. I like the ham. That's what we had in school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think the sh- best horseshoes I had were just the shitty Just the cafeteria. The cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with like the, the weird yeah. cheese that came in a can. When people started getting fancy with it, that's yeah. when I stopped yeah. eating it. It's like, yeah. I, no, I want this to be. Well, and, and there's so many restaurants here in Springfield. They all have this claim to the horse. We've talked about the horseshoe yeah. before on this show. It's hard it's to like, avoid. Yeah. It is. You it know? all comes back to that. Either that or coincidentally, like Coney Dogs and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? I mean, what restaurant do you go to in town the most? Downtown? Anywhere. Uh, not to like anywhere in town. Yeah, not to plug it, but I get you know the uh, La Piazza. I uh, heard oh, that's right next to where I work. It's near Terraformant. Yeah, uh, I actually I do like your restaurant too. Maldner's has yeah. amazing French onion soup, like, yeah. and that um, uh, Korean barbecue sandwich is fire. Oh yeah, that looks yeah. good. I'm yeah. usually like lunch menu. I don't know. I'm, I'm working when it's dinner time. Yeah. So. The lunch menu is pretty good. La Piazza looks good. Yeah. No, they're pretty solid. Great staff. You know. I went to Harold's. It's nice to see downtown finally like starting to like have a heartbeat again. You know, it's not like real yeah. strong yet. You know, but I mean, I was there. I, I, I think that you and I both have more of a respect for the service industry after surviving the pandemic through it. Oh, absolutely. You know, we started in downtown. Yes. Exactly. The like same I started place, right before the pandemic. I think. I was, yeah. Did you start at Brio? Actually, yeah. Well, way back. Yeah. So I was a fry cook and a prep cook at Brio in the late 90s when the original owners had it. Okay. Matt and Curtis. Yeah. That's when I started working. Yeah. That was my first Ryan restaurant. was working there. Yeah. Your brother was there. Uh, I still think Isaac. Era. Remember Isaac yeah. was the dishwasher. Oh, man, that was an interesting fellow. Uh, he's actually got a degree now. Yeah. He has like a master's degree, and I think he's probably yeah. a teacher by now. Or I something. remember they replaced me with a homeless person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that the the, the um, dishwasher yeah. story in question? Yeah. Was it Brio? Yeah. I thought it was a bread stretcher. No, it's Brio. Ah. Yeah. yeah. They replaced me with some guy who called himself Seven. Oh wow! Yeah, he used to hang out at the park a lot. Yeah, days. seven, like seven of nine, like the board. Like like, still number seven. Uh, getting nerdy. What? What? What a weird thing for a homeless guy to do. Call himself seven? Yeah, I guess that's not weird at all. Maybe there were six other. Yeah, <laughs> no, right? Yeah, this is six. This is five. <laughs> Four. They're all gone. Yeah, it's like all a barbershop quartet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that like we both have kind of an appreciation of surviving. Or trying, we're. I guess we're all still trying to survive the pandemic, you know, and yeah. um, come out of that, and you know, watch these businesses still survive and somehow find a way to function, you know. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to like see results again. You know, there are results. Yeah. yeah, I don't really care. I'm gonna just gonna be honest. Right. Um, I want Springfield to do well. Right. I really do, and I want downtown to revitalize itself again. Um, more so with people like us, you know, real people yeah. and not working folks, not a really, not anyone who's bringing, um, I don't know how to describe it. More of a white collar vision. Right. Um, I think it has to be local. I like to see more experimentation going on. Right. Um, but I mean, I just don't. I'm not invested in this town anymore. <laughs> I just, and it's it's not because I dislike it. Um, well, we talk about that. We both kind of have our exit plans. On, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm ready to leave. 
And, you know, I, I think the best thing I could do for this town is to leave. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, there's, wrong fish, wrong pond? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I was like, why is there a koi fish in there? Right. Uh, I that's the only fish I could think of. I don't know that much about fish. You don't know? Yeah. You know. You never owned a fish. Never owned. I, I, my grandma got me like a some kind of little shark once that died Ooh, in three days. Wow. Yeah. Huh. For Christmas. A placosmus was a, a bottom no. feeder. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah. Those are really hard to kill. Are they? Yeah. I I, I killed it. <laughs> Somehow. I guess you're supposed to feed them. Yeah. Uh, I was too little to take on that right. kind of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't handle it. You get one of those starving beta fish. Yeah. In a little cup. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel here. I yeah. feel like a beta fish yeah. in a cup. Yeah, just yeah. throw me in. It's like the, the was it the Dr. Seuss story about overfeeding the fish? That was it. Was that like Dr. Seuss or was that probably uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I also love when everyone brings it someone brings him up, someone has to remind us that he was a Nazi. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. That's I not good. I still like I like Dr. Dr. Seuss. Seuss yeah. And I'm Jewish. Yeah. Am I not exactly. supposed to like Dr. Seuss? I don't know. I guess not. Like I, don't know. I mean, I don't like Nazis. You know, yeah. they're not cool. Yeah. It's just a <laughs> it's weird like guy. Not, it's in their word, not. Oh, no. Nazis. Not a very, he wasn't a good guy, but he yeah. had a way with words. Words. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad Shel Silverstein was. Maybe maybe it was Shel Silverstein that did the goldfish one. I don't remember. Maybe. I really liked Sarah Sylvia Cynthia Stout would not take the garbage out. Yeah. It really resonated with yeah. me. Yeah. And I justified it in my life. What's the one where they they eat the whale? Oh yeah. What is that one? That was that was a good one. That was a I good like one. That one. I like Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Yeah. His, his he's got this like ironic sad twist to everything. Mm, he does. Like yeah. every story ends like oh the tree's dead. But, yeah. you know, the kid stole a I feel like we, he'd hang out with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We would – yeah, I think – I want to get high with Shel Silverstein. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only if, he, if we could get him to draw us a portrait of us. Oh, that would be and great. tell yeah. a story of yeah. our adventures and see. I mean, there you go. <laughs> Why is Shel Silverstein still alive to finally finish the epic tale of our adventure, our, we could, our main maybe, voyage. Maybe you know? we should just write it ourselves. It was supposed to be a seven days cruise. Oh, really. Seven days cruise, yeah. yeah. Seven day? Seven, seven days. day, yeah. Is it plural? I know. What I, You know what I enjoyed most about that was when there were other people here on the podcast and we would make them listen to us. And they have no idea what, what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, or they I still, like, I, I, I turn on friends to our show. You know, we only have four episodes. Yeah. This will be at number five with a year yeah. hiatus. Well, whatever. And people are like, what's what's going on? Did you – I had one – so I was talking to this one girl, right? And I, I told her about my podcast because she's you know in the service industry, and she thought you were my lover. Really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Wow. She's like, so is he your partner? Or like, are you gay? Like, am I barking up the wrong tree here? Is she jealous? I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, no, we're just – it was a joke. Joked about being. I guess stuck that's on a boat. we have chemistry, huh? I guess you know, stuck on a boat wow. like in the sea, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, why can't two heterosexual, you know, we have attractive men penetrate who each love other. each other? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, who love each. <laughs> maybe in a past life we right, were yeah, uh, maybe were you know yeah yeah 
I don't think so. No, we would have been <laughs> no, persecuted no. And, and killed. <laughs> and killed. <laughs> yeah. I don't so we, we have burned for being witches. We are not gay lovers. No, no, we're not gay um, lovers. But we enjoy talking about it. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah, what is wrong yeah. with that? Why can't that happen? I like that fictional world. <laughs> We go on adventures together. We have fun. Yeah, we, we're at sea. Yeah, we get through our arguments quite well. Like, <laughs> yeah. they happen frequently, but... Like, we would we, probably be good life partners. We probably would be in a very non-sexual way. Right? Like, for tax purposes. For tax and insurance. Yeah. How do we explain that to women? Like, we're, we are married. We don't have sex. We like oh, women. I'm sure there's probably plenty of relationships that do that very same thing. You think so? Oh yeah, ninety-eight percent of every relationship, of any marriage. Isn't that called affairs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I mean no, I mean there's just a lot a lot of relationships. It's just a matter of convenience. I you guess. Know? Yeah. Maybe that's me being a cynic, but I don't know if I'm capable of one. Yeah. It's not that I'm well, emotionally. Well, we're, un- we're at a weird age, you know. We are. You know, I mean, we're we're an age where we're we're not young. No. But we're not really old yet. No. But we have our independence, we have our freedom, yes, and we enjoy it, yeah, and we don't want to let it go. No, <laughs> I am not. I am. I, I. I. can say I'm emotionally available. I right. can say that. Yeah. yeah, I am open to the idea of it. Yeah. What else was I going to say about this? Um, but you know, I, we're, not, we're not. We're not like I on just, Match.com right now. We're not no, trying to like pitch ourselves. But I don't want to. You know, even think about yeah. it. Yeah. If it happens, it happens, right. right? It's crazy. Yeah. I don't even... I like the whole philosophy of just kind of, you know, just do your thing. I like and, that, too. You know, yeah. go with that. Dude, I can't, like, when I see, like, dudes on social media who just can't stand being single publicly, it just, that really, it just drives me fucking right. crazy. Or self-declarations. Dude. I can't yeah, stand on, the self-declaration. No. In no. general. People, stop. Stop being in love, too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, fucking, nobody wants to hear that shit. No, keep it to yourself, yes. man. Like, We're in love with yourself. Good yeah. for you. I'm glad you, know? you had fun. You know and I'm not saying if you need help, don't reach out, you know? But, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for people who fall in love. Yeah. I'll, go to the pumpkin patch right. without me. Like, <laughs> you don't want to get your picture taken, like, slightly looking to the left, you know, <sighs> with your lover? No. No. <laughs> No, holding a rose. I posed. I want to be with someone who doesn't take selfies of every fucking thing we do. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even want to be or with feels someone. That it has to be a status on Facebook. Yeah, I don't want it to be that either. Period. I want it to be a mystery on, on social right. media. I don't want social media knowing my personal life. Dude, uh, even in my personal life, my own friends ask me about my romantic life, and I tell mm-hmm. them to fuck off. Yeah. You know, people just assume I don't have one. Right. I don't. No, I don't have, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, I'm very lucky because I get, I still, you know, I still get to talk to a friend all the time who's really funny and smart every day. You know, we talk every day and and she's great. And and I told her, I was like, I'm not going to. Meet anyone else's right. That I so can talk just, to like yeah. this, so I'm just gonna stay single. Yeah. Right, and and enjoy this moment, and then yeah. move to a bigger city. 
and uh, be the, mm-hmm. the uh, beta fish. And yeah. uh, I was told, uh, I will say, I was told recently in a um, talk going over a menu <laughs> they're like, you are very, um, very handsome and wonderful man. <laughs> Was it how you read the menu? Like, how did you, how did you woo this person without even trying? Oh, I'm very nice, and I go out of my way for people. Right. If if I see people who I genuinely get along with from the start, I'll do anything for them. So let me ask you: If you're standing on the side of the street, there's a puddle in front of you. Yeah. Would you throw your coat on that puddle so a girl didn't have to walk her Gucci shoes in that puddle? For this person, yes. <laughs> Okay. But it didn't matter. They yeah. were married. This was not like a uh, – this wasn't a I'm hitting on you type right. thing. It was a compliment. Yeah. Right? And, and then they told me um, – her mother was like, we knew very we knew many beautiful single women. You know? <laughs> and I was like, Did you feel like you were like a slice of meat behind the counter? I felt like I was being offered like a weekend trip to Neverland Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> No, they were being very nice about it. I don't even know if I should be talking about this, but um, that—that's probably the extent of. Let's face it; it's been a year. Nobody's listening to the show. This is going to be one of those ghost episodes. Yeah, just getting us back in the door. Really, it really is. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice conversation. Yeah, cool. I'm going to be. Can I be honest with you? I yeah. don't care if people listen to this show. Good for them. I'm glad they're listening. Right. You know, I want them to listen for your sake. Right. I have no interest in them whatsoever. Right. I don't care. Like, like right. um, it's not a hate. Oh, I have thing. people that ask me. You know, yeah. when are you doing your next episode? I don't. Ha- I don't hate anybody. Right. And and I just that's just not your path right now. It's not my path. Yeah. Right. Enjoy. Uh, if they think I'm entertaining or boring, right. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't send you fan mail. No, I like fan mail. Oh, I'm still vain. You, you, I have you hubris bastard. Oh, I'm a very vain man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am low key, very egotistical, <laughs> and I need to hear. I don't need your attention. Flattery will. What do they say? Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm. Uh, so you don't want me to tell you about any of the reviews we get from this episode? Though. Only unless it's about how sultry my voice sounds, <laughs> right? You or, sound like the world's most interesting man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> God, man, I, I I can't believe that I have responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so bad. Like to, in like two hours, I have to go bartend all night and close the bar down. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna meet. But I I, I, enjoy, I do enjoy. It. I will I will not lie. I like. I, yeah, I, like, I enjoy bartending I like, most of the time. I like to work. Yeah, I'd rather do this than work in an office. <clears throat> Fortunately, with my job though, is, is there's a lot of flexibility. Like I'm not just bartending. Mm-hmm. You know, I do you're so working tonight. Many other, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's okay. I mm-hmm. took a nap before you came over. Okay. I'm well rested. Okay. good. Yeah. You look good. You look good, buddy. You, you, you wanna you wanna um go you know, get on a boat? <laughs> we are very like Ernest Hemingway type figure. Like We've aged very similarly and it is very It's kinda scary. It is very scary. Yeah. People think that you're my brother. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I take that as a compliment. Yeah. And yeah. looking back on how I looked, I never would have guessed I would have looked like this. <laughs> like, and, of course, I've never. You know what been. I think it is? is that It's not that the weave change. It's just that everybody else has gotten uglier with age. Is that what's, is that yeah, what that's what's happened. We stayed the same. They've given up. But we're not so ugly now because, yes, they've given up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're, we just put down everybody. Right. Everybody, everybody we know and love. About <laughs> <laughs> okay. how they don't look as good as we do. No, not yeah. at all. Yeah. Not one bit. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> we have nothing to show for it. And if you, if, if the audience actually knew our personalities and knew about knew yeah. us, you know, actually knew us, they know that's fucking bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Springfield. I don't think Springfield likes me very much. I, I don't think Springfield uh, likes anybody. I don't. Yeah. It's it's kind of like Salem of Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's really weird, man. Like I just don't it's get just it. It's just like, like there's a lot of vexes and curses. It seems there like, is. Yeah, town, you know? so many just like, I can't. Like for example, even in like the industry, there's like restaurants, buildings in this town that like. Three, four, five, six different restaurants have tried to open there, and they just nothing. Dude, what about that restaurant that where Shomi's used to be that actually called themselves Oriental Taste? Yes, like yes. what the hell was that? Yeah. It's closed down now. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is. Is it anything now? I don't. Wasn't I don't it like think, a seafood restaurant? Yeah, it was called Cry the Crab Shack. Oh God, and the Oriental Taste. Right, yeah. I posted online. I was like, "Who says Oriental?" And right. Someone, and someone got upset about it, and they're like, "Oriental people, bro!" And I'm just like, "Dude, what? What? You can't say that, man!" And yeah. it's just on this giant fucking right. sign on one Only of the busiest streets. Yeah, Springfield. Dude, I can't. I'm like, it's. I can't. I'm, this Springfield's eating me alive. Yeah. I can't survive here. No one likes me. Yeah. Period. Yeah. I'm not asking for sympathy. Right. It's just I'm just like being brutally right. honest. Yeah. I know I feel, that. I yeah. feel that. Yeah. You know? People in other cities like me. For some reason. I can't explain it. I don't know what to say about that. I think you have. You've said it all. Yeah. But we're here. We're, we're in Springfield. Here. We are. Yep. I'm here for at least ten more months. Ten months, that's it, huh? Hopefully. Yeah. Right? Man. I don't know where my son's going. He might stay here for all right. Right. Well, my youngest is 12, so yeah. I'll yeah, see you in six it, years. It goes by like that. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. They're great kids. All I do is worry. Right. Nonstop. I think that's what parents are supposed yeah. to do. It's just it. That's my life. Like, I remember when my oldest started driving. And it's been God. over a year now. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's like, okay, I'm gonna go over to my boyfriend's house. I'll be home at ten. Yeah. Ugh. Like a fucking yeah. knife in my heart. Dude. You know. Dude. I think part of it is because it's like you have no control. No control. Like, and you have to relent. Yeah. Because if you are too involved, and they're just like, yeah. get the fuck oh, out yeah. of here. Yeah. yeah. But if you tell them no too many times, you're just gonna do it. Yeah. Oh, uh, teenagers. That's teenagers is another podcast. But all it again. is, but they're not like we were. No. I feel like we were bred to do what we're doing now. I think we were bred to survive, like, on our own. I think so. You know, like, when I was a kid, it was, you were fuck totally out of the house. like that. Yes. Get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. Don't come back till it's dark. Mm-hmm. You know? I remember staying at your house a night in high school. We didn't yeah. stay in your house. Yeah. We stayed in your van. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. You know, we got high yeah. and slept. Like, yeah. My, yeah. It was, it was a... Pretty shitty environment growing up. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's cool. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. You know, you are doing fine. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. It's uh, and welcome back to the show too. I know you know it's a, you know it's uh, it's not it's not, a, not my childhood in uh, 
<laughs> oh my god. We were bred to do this. Right. There's I couldn't have done anything else. Outside unless I wanted to actually try and and work in the entertainment industry. Right. That I despise. Apparently I despise everything. Hmm. I hate self promotion. I just do. Yeah. I mean that's abundantly clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yet you want attention. But I want attention. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't want to have to work for it. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be famous, but you're lazy about it. Yeah. I feel like I should just be famous naturally. Yeah. I Entitled. Be. It's entitlement. I mean, yeah, I feel very much so. That <laughs> I deserve it. Yeah. I <laughs> You deserve everything you get. I deserve it all. I don't want to be Famous, I just want to be rich to where I don't have to work anymore. Right. Yeah. Maybe someday somebody will make a bumper sticker about you. Maybe. Yeah. We were talking about that. When yeah. We showed up. I hate bumper stickers. They're they're so – talk about entitlement. Yeah. That is like ultimate entitlement. I have something to say. It's distracting. <laughs> At a stoplight. <laughs> I, I one, of the, one of the ones I saw over here, uh, uh, something about uh, – Putting Hillary in jail, twenty sixteen. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just God. like I couldn't even break. And that's the thing. You put that on your car. Yeah. And you have that car for a long time. It's like a history of terrible tramp stamps. Yeah, it is. The back of your car, you know. <laughs> Alf rules. Yeah. <laughs> I can get behind that one. Yeah. But like you are a grown adult buying a sticker for your right. Freedom car, yeah, like it's, it's insane. And it goes the other way too, like coexist. Oh, it does. Coexist. I don't, how many yeah. of those are around? Whoever oh, made that is someone making money off my of that? other like, cars a broom. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, don't get me started on that one. I've seen that like recently. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, to give me a. Break. I, I just want the bumper sticker that just says I hate all of you equally. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Indiscriminately yeah. and equally, I hate all of it. It all started with the my kid beat up your honor student. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was like the one rude bump. Like before, it was like everybody had to be cordial with their bumper stickers. Yeah. Because you know? everybody can see it, and they're going to yeah. know it's you. Yeah. You're going to show up to work with that bumper sticker, <laughs> you know? It's now ridiculous. it's like, you know, Confederate flag <laughs> stickers and just like like extreme. It's you know, extreme. Like, it's It's threatening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about anyone's opinion. Like, I had anything. a sticker that said Frump Truck, which I thought was okay, clever. Yeah. I had a guy, like, roll down his window at a light and give me a what for on really? how, how terrible I was. Wow. Because of that. And I took it off. Oh. And I know maybe, maybe I shouldn't have. Well, you got hassled and you don't yeah, want to be hassled. Well, you don't know. Yeah. I thought it was funny. What was he going to do? You know He's going to kick my ass, yeah. you know? I'm going to take that sticker and shove happen. it up my butthole, you know? I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand. I think we should make side. up our own bumper stickers. I think so. Like, you know, self promoting, mm-hmm. self indulging. Yeah. You know? Flattery will get yes. you everywhere. <laughs> yes. <That's>, yes. <laughs> Dude, I uh, Talk if you love me. When I <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, I could do that would be hilarious. Like <laughs> just driving around all day. <laughs> yeah. Yes, queen. You know, like yes. I wanted uh, this this is flamboyant and like self like picture of your face. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do something else. Let's I get heard. rid of the Calvin pissing on whatever, yeah on like, Ford. 
God, I would hate to be the creator of Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, it's like, oh, really? Yeah. Thanks. My Unless, masterpiece. Is he getting paid for that? I don't oh, know. Oh, hell no. No, yeah. Not no a way. Dime. No, this is bootleg yeah. bumper stickers. <laughs> Why? Why get bumper stickers? It baffles me. I don't get it. There, it's a sticker. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, remember I said get make it a scratch and sniff bumper sticker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. People going around smelling other people's cars. Yeah. And scratching at it. Maybe yeah. I can see. Or 3D. Yeah. <laughs> to magic eye bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. It'd be great. Yes. Dude, I saw this dude in the parking garage downtown yesterday in a BMW on his phone, right? And he was going like down the ramp to exit and just ran into the wall. Yes. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love did, it. did he just keep going? Or did he get out and do the oh, no, he got yeah. hand, hand on the forehead? Yeah. But it was like a brand new BMW. Now I'm a little OCD. I'll admit, my car stays very clean. If it gets scratched, I would be upset. So I'm one of those. Understandable. Guys. I respect that. Yeah, I wish I, I was like, like my that. car. Like it looks like you could go put it on the lot and sell it tomorrow. I wish I was like that. But it's a it's a it's a it's kind of a problem because I'm that way with everything. I'm just a clean freak. I you know? I wish I respect that. I mean I'm not like uh, what's this? The comedian that has to wear gloves and can't touch people. Oh, uh, he has TV. He had a game show. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Yeah, yeah he not, had a I'm big not as problem. bad as him, but you know. Yeah. I'm on. I'm on that spectrum. Howie Mandel. Howie, that was my plug for yeah. Howie Mandel. Just brought him back. Oh man, I loved him as a kid. He yeah. put the glove on his head. Funny. Yeah. That made him you famous back in the day. Right. He just put a put glove it, blew up in Yeah. And where he did it all the time, I loved it. Yeah. You know who I really liked was um, Super Dave. Super day, yeah, mm. Saskatchewan seal skin bondings. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he was great in Curb. Nobody knows who we're talking about right now. If they love Curb, they do. Yeah, yeah. they like Larry David. They know. Yeah, I love Larry David. Um, there's a new Curb coming out. There's that other comedian, the the magician, white dude, kind of had long, had the mullet, long hair. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all white dudes. <laughs> Ah, I saw twins. It's like Dave, night. Dave something, Dave the amazing, amazing Dave. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, lost yeah. me already. Yeah. By the way, at like midnight the other night on Ash Street, I saw two identical twins with mullets pushing the strollers. Shut up. Yeah. Was it all like? It wasn't like, babies in like, there? Was like like a horror movie scene? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, like well, that's happening right now. Yeah. Did you walk by them? Did you ask no, to drove. see the babies? Oh. I drove. Yeah. By the way, I feel like we should discuss James Corden. Who? James Corden, the 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 talk show host who got banned from that restaurant in New York for being an asshole. No, I don't know about this. Yeah. So what happened? He was an asshole twice, okay. and he got banned. Well, that happens. And then he apologized, and they unbanned him. And then he got banned again. And then I think he. Then he, but he literally he had to go on his show and like talk about it. Wow. In which he to apologize publicly. Yeah, but he and he did it in a very comedic way, which right. I'm glad he did. I hate sincere apologies. I, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. Don't do that to yeah. me. Yeah, sincerity. In, in ter- if you're going to say you're sorry, be funny about yeah. it. Yeah, it's yeah. too uncomfortable. I right. hate, don't be. Yeah, about. because you're giving something yeah. to somebody. It's you know? just awkward. I don't like, want to hear that. Accept my apology. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, oh, my God, man. Like, if I, I handing you a 20? Like, if you apologize to me, just show me your dick. 
and I'll be like, I'll forgive and put it I'll away. Put it away. Yeah. Yeah. You laid it out it's on the a table. Weird apology. <laughs> anyway, and then yeah, I watched his apology, and I mean, I'm pretty sure he was just a dick. You know, I guess his omelet was wrong or something. I don't know. Nobody likes a fucked up omelet. No. They burn on the ends yeah. or undercooked. Whoa. It also did a lot of promotion for the restaurant. Yeah. Negative promotion is a good thing, too. Yeah. I have to say the thought of working in New York in a restaurant. I don't exciting. Think, it sounds exciting, but I don't think I could do it. Right. It's too intense, I think, and yeah. fast pace. I think L.A.'s. I, I okay. Do. Been bartending about a year. I have to admit, I work better when I'm busy. If it's fast paced and I'm getting slammed, yeah. I'm happy. Bartending, I, I get that. Event yeah. booking, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. It, I might like we have an event guy. Yeah. But I still help out a little bit with that. Like I have to make sure yeah. we have the supplies we need for whatever event. Yeah. You know. Do you cater like, too? No. No. Uh, we might be when we have the kitchen. There's a lot of money in that. We might be when we have the kitchen. I mean, we'll have a kitchen right there. I don't see why we wouldn't. I'm sure that's like an extra, like, okay, you want this. Mm-hmm. You know. If I stay here, I'm, I'm going to open up my own place. You should. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I talked about this, too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a five-year plan, you know. I'd like to own my own business again. Mm-hmm. Don't know what yet. Yeah. But... And I really want to. I would. I love that restaurant Zahav in Philadelphia so much that I, I would like to do my own version of like a just a, a modern Middle Eastern Israeli right. restaurant. It's great food. food. Yeah. No, we did. Well, what was the downtown? The the Greek. Uh, the Holy uh, Land Diner. Holy Land Diner. Mm-hmm. Probably about the closest yeah. thing we've ever had to that. Yeah, dude. I had this thing in. Uh, you know, Turkish food is. Oh, it'll get started. Turkish food with my, my father. Really? My, my father is near. Oh, the Turks and the Gypsies? Oh. Those go Doesn't on get along, huh? Oh, man. I'm talking about the vinegar. food here. I know. I'm just kidding. And you know what? <laughs> my dad loves Turkish food, yeah. too. So, you know. Dude, they whatever. got this thing that's like a hero. Gyro. Right. <laughs> uh, called hero. like a donor durham. Hmm. And, and it's the most delicious thing huh. in the fucking world. I used to live next to this Turkish neighbor. And she would bring me candies from Turkey, and it was un- it was like oh man, you know it's funny. Um, so I, I'm walking with my dad in the Monastaki, which is like a monastery, mm-hmm. but it's like the main area, main square where like all the tour shopping is. Yeah. And my dad's one of those people. He's very educated. You know, he has a degree. Uh, he speaks English fluently as well as Greek, and he understands some Turkish. So we're walking around, and he'll like stop us. And give me a speech about whatever he sees, you know. Yeah. So he's reading me this sign at this like little like like a hot dog stand, right? And he's explaining to me that this word is Greek, you know. Mm-hmm. The guy behind the hot dog stand is Turkish, and he's like, "No, that's mm-hmm. a Turkish word." My dad and this guy are arguing with each yeah, other in really? Greek, like almost shouting at each other at one point. I'm Over like, that, yeah. I'm just like, come on. All right, guys, guys, how much for that? It's pretty funny to see. Yeah, I know, right? How was it? How- it was great. It was great, yeah. I'm sure you had your experience with food there. Was Oh, well, the first four days my stomach was completely tore up okay. because I was used to, like, heavy, fried, high-carb oh, yeah. diet. And you go there, and it's, like, whole vegetables. Like, you get a salad, and it's, like – 
whole sprigs of broccoli and yeah. you know whole carrots and you know whole tomatoes and like a giant chunk of feta cheese on the top drizzled oh, in man. olive oil you know that and that's amazing. it but i will take but the pain it will, for that. that will clean you out yes, it will yeah. an american boy is not built for that shit yeah. i mean the first four days i had to tell my dad wherever we went i'm like i need to know where the nearest bathroom is yeah. wherever we go because i'm running there as soon as we get there yeah. <laughs> oh absolutely i went when i was in venice i ate some shit i don't know what it was but uh here <laughs> my colon finally just recovered but yeah. like you're right it like it was I, my stomach was so not my digestive system was so not ready for it that it was during the time of the the playoffs and I was on the toilet and I watched Roy Holiday pitch a no hitter. Were <laughs> you just like in the toilet? Yes, yes. I'm in yes. Italy on my iPhone watching him pitch a no hitter. Just and I don't know what I ate. No idea. Right. But that was. Was it good? No. Oh. It wasn't good. It was some – I just – I did have good food in Verona. And right. I accidentally ordered horse, and it was Ooh, amazing. Was it? Yeah, it was great. It was like venison kind of? It was like a – Gamey? Was it gamey? Oh, no, no. It was like um, like a braised like um, brisket almost. Oh. Hmm. It was really good. But I was so parched from walking around all day, and I just didn't want to drink wine, so I ordered a Coke. And the guy was like, "No, don't do you it, fucking asshole, <laughs> you fucking prick! You're gonna drink a coke with my horse, you know?" Right. It was a great meal. Yeah. Huh. I love it. I love going places and having meals. Dude, I like going places by myself. I do too. Yeah. 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 That's part of the adventure. And now it is part of yeah. the adventure. Sometimes I feel uncomfortable. Two weeks in Greece was like. I almost could yeah. have gotten lost there and never came back. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I went to this place called Night Market in L.A., a Thai place. And it's the best Thai food I've had to this Hands day. Down. Yeah. But I was by myself, and that was not a restaurant you go to by yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah. You were just like, yeah. 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 Table for one. Yeah. It was a table for one, and then everything, every other, everyone around me was either a date or a party of ten. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, wow. And they're having a good time. Yeah. yeah. You're just sitting there by yeah. yourself. I was eating your breadsticks. Not mistaken for someone special there. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, eating alone, I think, a food stand or is the way to go. Or, or oh, yes. I, so I was in Austin by myself for uh, like five days last mm -hmm. summer. And um, the food trucks were just absolutely amazing. There. How'd you like Austin? I loved it. What? I went to a, I went to a comedy show while I was there. Did you? Who, yeah. Who'd you see? Um, I don't remember their names. It's okay. They were all you know up and comings. Nobody all like famous. You know. They're all the same. Mm -hmm. um, I was tripping acid. So, nice. You know, I, I, was, I respect that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when you're alone yeah. and, and when in Rome. Yeah. So I am. Um, by the way, I just reminded me you're talking about this. Which that sounds great. I just realized I am such a privileged, entitled little asshole that I'm at the comedy store just thinking, eh. <laughs> you know? No, That's no. Cool. I, mean, I have considered moving to Austin. It's it's a great town. It's also kind of gentrified a little bit because of the yeah. colleges and stuff. What about as a middle aged man? But like man, this, where I went, yeah. I mean, I was comfortable there, yeah. and I went and the dive bars there are amazing. And I went like just kind of. 
patrol that plus the food like i said food trucks are out of this world um and it was, it was a good good time you know uh they there's uh like a really big there's a big river there right uh and there's a lot of scenery a lot of outdoorsy things to do you know it's, it's a great town yeah i yeah. want to see it yeah you should go when i was in la one of my uber drivers was um i had just recovered from covid and while having it, I binge-watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And the Uber driver was just telling me – I heard like I heard the actor's version of L.A. from him, you know, mm-hmm. which was like – the Yeah. It was clips, a little more jaded. And glam. Yeah, it was more jaded. Oh. He was my age. Oh, okay. But he was like, yeah, I'm the guy on TV that just gives the main actors information. Like, oh, he's over this way. Like, or, you know, like, have you seen this guy? You know, he, get, he just gives him the one line. And he was like, yeah, I was actually, I was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And I checked later, and it was him. He told me the episode, and it was him. But I had gotten out, and I left, I realized I left my, I'm in downtown L.A. I realized I left my cell phone in his, oh, shit, car. That had everything. My card, my credit cards, in my phone, everything. My ID. And I'm just like, oh, shit. And then... I look down the street. And there he is. And he's driving. And this dude's big. He played football for, like, the University of Miami right. or something like that, right? He's a big guy. And he's driving literally with his arm. He's, his wingspan was so long. His arm was out of the passenger side Handy door the phone. holding the phone. He didn't stop. He's still driving. And I'm just racing down the street. And I grabbed it like a baton. Wow. And then, That's and, a great story. Yeah. And then this, like, homeless dude was like, you got your phone back, man. That was crazy. And I'm like, yes, that was awesome. Wow. It was a good Hollywood story. Yeah. When I got, I'm going there in January. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm going to stay where Marilyn Monroe is. Weather is like mid-50s there. Yeah. But right. I'm going to the Hollywood Roosevelt, and I'm going to write more on this graphic novel. And uh, hopefully eat other places. Yeah. I would, sure I, it would kind of be fun to do a podcast while I'm there. If well, we can do like yeah, a virtual. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, folks, we're back whether you like us or not. Mm-hmm. Whether you like the show or not. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just kidding. No, we're not. <laughs> I haven't. I was a little rusty. I haven't done these for a while. No, it's, it's good. You know, it's, it's, it's back into it. You know, okay. It's what we're doing. That's fun. It's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. It's been a while. So, um, uh, we're gonna hoist the anchors. Mm-hmm. And uh, hoist. We'll hoist the anchors. Hoist and raise the sails. Yeah. And uh, uh, we'll walk down that dock together. <laughs> into the sunlight. <laughs> we're into the sunlight. Right? I hope that I die in your arms. <laughs> would be so funny <laughs> for you i would be laughing at my dad <laughs> if i died in your arms you know it's gonna fucking happen now. it you might just, you just made it fucking yeah happen. i know fuck you for doing <laughs> that to me you know, now i have to explain to all your fucking relatives how you went out you're gonna yeah, put you that on me. hold me yeah. and i'll be like gross yeah <laughs> like dead yeah are you gonna pat my hair <laughs> I'll close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna like, you're gonna 
make it happen a little bit quicker, right? I was saying I want to do like I wanted to go out like Lethal Weapon or something. Like, no. no! Yeah. You know what my last words are going to be? <laughs> Just one more day till retirement. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, you know what really bothers me is is uh, in Lethal Weapon, Murtock or whatever his name yeah. is. You know when he says, "You know I'm getting too old for this shit." He was younger than me when he said that. Seriously? Yes. Man. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. And fuck you yeah. for listening to this show. Yeah. One more thing about yeah. dying in your arms. <laughs> Sorry. I know you got to work. I know you want to. No, end no, this. we got time. We got time for this. We're really, we're, we're diving right into this, baby. This is like. <laughs> Let's say I'm dying in your arms. Like, you could be a total restaurant dick, right? Uh huh. And be like, help us out. So, you're not, you can't work the shift tomorrow? (laughs) Wait, yo, you got to close tomorrow. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. You're still working. (laughs) Yeah, and then I'll be like, heard. (laughs) Someone was still at a a restaurant I uh, worked at in St. Louis and was complaining to me about this um, dude she works with when instead of saying heard, uh-huh. On texts, he says red. What? Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, that's stupid. Huh. He types out red. I, I, like, I, I, I When I worked at uh, Benny's, I had an employee that would actually, like, he would send emails and respond with herd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, professionally, like, the, like, corporate people saw. Yeah. Like, he would get, like, instructions from corporate, and he'd be like, herd. Herd. You can't help it. You know what? Sometimes when I'm like emailing uh, clients, I accidentally put LOL at the end. Uh, yeah. A little smiley face. They haven't done the smiley face. Yeah. And then, you know, and then of course the quintessential eggplant. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. A couple of those. <laughs> so we'll just end the show by saying, heard. Heard. <laughs> <laughs>